Welcome, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. You're listening to I Couldn't Help But Podcast, an unofficial Sex and the City podcast, hosted by Paige Clarno and Joe Daniel Montalongo. Hi, everybody. What's going on? What's, What's up? up, 411? Are you guys excited for a new episode? Because we are. Totally. Um, yeah, we are doing well. It's only been a week, <laughs> so I feel like we're like... I'm like, what do we have to catch up on? Oh, it's only been a week. <laughs> it's only been a week. We didn't take a hiatus. There hasn't been like that much. There hasn't been like a, let me tell you what's been going on the past few couple years in my life. Yes. Perfect. So how have you been in the last week, John? I've been good. Last night, I got to hang out with one of my close friends. And I love shout her. Shout out, Tawny. Love you. <laughs> shout out to Tawny. Because she fucking, she has helped me through so many things. And I appreciate her so much. Because she validates my emotions but she doesn't oh, oh what's that word what? where you <laughs> you blank someone it's fuck. not encourage <laughs> it's oh fuck and i was thinking about this earlier i couldn't think of it then either uh, where okay. you just like uh agree with something that everybody says or mm-hmm. that someone says mm-hmm. so if they're just like i think i should do this and you're like yes no of course yeah of course you're right yeah yeah <laughs> she's your yes girl no, but she doesn't do that. She doesn't oh, do that. She okay. validates what I'm feeling, but she also is like, okay, well, this is obviously where you could have done something better, or this is where you're right and where you are, and this is how this is. Mm-hmm. And it was so much fun, and I love her, and we just got to talking about everything. We talked about family. We talked about our relationships. We talked Jeez. about friendships that we both have with people that we've been having issues with. So it's just nice. And she, I, she's always so honest and so real, and I love that. I, I love, love Tani. She's such a sweetheart. I miss her. Even though we've never really hung out together, but that's okay. We will when we have our one-year anniversary party. Yay! Do it. We should. We're still going up. We should have one. That'd be so much fun. Yeah, we are. We are. Joe and I are coming up on our year anniversary of the podcast, and that's kind of exciting. And so we're gonna like retool some stuff, and it's gonna be super awesome. I'm excited about it. Me too. How are you doing, Paige? What's been going on this past week? Um, I've been doing good. So, um, true to form. I'm totally okay with being by myself, and I came to terms with that last week. So about four or five dicks hit me at once. That's just that's that's the way that it rolls. Um, so I am dating a lot, but that's all I'm going to say about that for now. Ooh, stay <laughs> tuned. More to come. Let's see how it shakes out, shall we? Yeah, we shall. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, um, we are on season two, episode thirteen: games people play. Uh, Carrie falls for a guy in her shrink's waiting room. Samantha dates a guy who can only score when his team does. And Miranda and a neighbor play peekaboo. All weird shit. (laughs) All weird shit. And I just noticed that Charlotte did nothing. So that's fun. I appreciate that. She did do nothing. Good for her. Good for her. Take a week off. Take a week off from your bullshit. Take a week off from being a crazy mofo. (laughs) 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 Okay, so Paige and I are recording on Paige's bed, and we both at the same time, we're like, we're getting into it. And we just lay the fuck down, got comfy. (laughs) Oh, man. This is my favorite episode forever. (laughs) Just because we're comfy. (laughs) So, um, the episode opens with Carrie talking about Big over and over and over and I literally wrote down this is the importance of having more than three friends so you can spread around your bitching because <laughs> it's true I'm like what are you okay you can't 
why why are you talking about the same thing all the time like i get being obsessed about something because that happens to me all the time but i will for real be like shit i already talked to them about that i can't bitch to them about that i have to find somebody else like <laughs> you have to have a full range of acquaintances for this shit there's a meme of homer simpson laying in bed and it's um when you're not done complaining about something but your friends have had enough and it's just Homer looking super pissed off like under a blanket because he can't say anything and I'm like oh <laughs> I, I relate to that one because I'm the same way yeah if it gets to a certain point I'm like well I can't keep bitching about the same things because then people are just gonna think that I'm an asshole but I'm so fucking upset by it right god damn it my least favorite part about this intro was that Carrie doing her opening narration was like oh once you're out of a relationship you have more time for you things you can do your laundry you can listen to bad music and blah 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 Gloria Gaynor is playing how dare she <laughs> I am triggered this is homophobic this is <laughs> sexist <laughs> this is racism it's not yeah I didn't like that I mean I liked the sentiment but oh, because you can like yeah you can totally do your laundry you can hang out with friends you can do everything and I, I'm loving that part about being single right now is I'm like yeah I could, I could go out if drinking with friends on Friday night and then I can go out on a date later on Friday night if I want to. I do what I want. If I'm going to sleep all day Saturday, which I did. Um, you needed it, though. I did. You had a hashtag day. I had a day. It was three nights in one. It was pretty intense. <laughs> and the third night I could have done without because I had to drive a drunk friend all the way across town home. It was nuts. But anyway. Paige is a good friend. I'm. I don't. I think that it wasn't I'm a me. regular. I wasn't the drunk no, person. it wasn't. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think that I'm a good friend. I think that I'm a normal friend. But like everybody's saying that, they're like, "You're such a good friend." I'm like, "What did you? What did you want me to do? Be like, well, it sucks to be you, bitch, and like leave him." Yeah, that would have ignored the intercom call. I don't, like, I don't know. You know, I there. There was a small part of me that was like it's probably the wrong number <laughs> and, and and i almost didn't answer it but i was like no what if what if it's the person that just dropped me off and like they're having car trouble or something i would feel bad and so i answered it <laughs> so um but anyway um the girls cut her off i uh, say that she needs to go and see a therapist because she's just continuing to bitch about big and not really getting anywhere and it's like the blind leading the blind they don't know what to tell her anymore like, which We're fucked up too what do you want which is crazy because this is like the first time where they really admitted that they don't know what the fuck they're doing instead of just balls out being like you just need to do this because this is the rules of dating like it's so it's it's a it's kind of a weird episode in that in in that kind of way and I love that she says, I don't need professional help. I have you guys. And um, Miranda says, like, she's she goes to therapy and, like, it's it's great. And Carrie, like, kind of shames her. And she's like, well, yeah, of course you need therapy because you're always in your head. And I'm like, bitch, you're always in your head. Yeah, literally your downfall. Your future <laughs> therapist is going to be calling this projecting, Carrie. <laughs> Jesus. Like, that it made me so mad. But she does have, like, this really... Um, like kind of typical attitude about therapy and like I can't say that I entirely disagree with her and I can't entirely say that I um that I agree with her like I think therapy is really helpful for people and I think that this was kind of shaming therapy and I don't like that yeah um but at the same time like I have absolutely shied away from like therapy and everything that comes along with it 
because you do you kind of like think no i can help myself i can figure it out myself i definitely agree but i am so pro therapy just in the same way like you vent to what have been dying no um <laughs> in the same way that like you vent to your friends or like when we talk on this podcast it helps me talk about certain issues and it feels good to release that mm-hmm. that's the same thing like that's that's therapy that's therapeutic mm-hmm. so going to a professional who can actually like guide you in the right direction because therapists don't tell you answers therapists are like here's how you can help yourself because mm-hmm. i'm all believing in like solving your own problems creating your own solutions but sometimes it's really hard especially when you're misguided when you have a lot of things going on you can't always put the pieces together and then at least the therapist would be like well how about like let's start with the corners let's start with the sides mm-hmm. get the colors together and then like They'll help you figure it out so you're still doing all the work you're still solving your own problems but it's just nice to be able to like talk about it especially when someone is objective about it because they don't know anything they have your perspective of it mm-hmm. and it's their job to validate it but also see the other side and make sure that you see the other side mm-hmm. yeah it's really i think that it is helpful i have finally gotten to the point where a friend of mine actually helped me find one that's covered by my insurance mm-hmm. um which has been really helpful but i haven't actually like pulled the trigger and like called and tried to like make an appointment because i have a weird work schedule and so i don't know that i'll ever really be able to go right um which like i know is an excuse <laughs> like i'm just like trying to avoid it and i think that it would be really helpful but like yeah like this this podcast i feel like has helped me more than any therapist ever could (laughs) like this i literally listened to like old episodes and i'm like girl you right i'm gonna do it like this today (laughs) (laughs) like like legitimately i there there was one time where i was listening to our own podcast like on the way to work and i was thinking about another situation that i was in and 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 i what we were talking about was like super relevant to it and i was like shit I just learned something from myself. <laughs> my, my favorite thing is listening to old episodes of the podcast. And then I'll hear advice, or not advice, but something that I said that I'm like, you should do things this way. Like, that would help you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, I was ignoring my own advice. No wonder I'm in problems. I'm like, <laughs> God damn it. Why you gotta be so woke? <laughs> you gotta be so woke. Why can't you just be wrong so that current me can be right? Right. Why did past me to be right so current me is wrong? yeah i it's so funny but i and i'll talk about like the podcast in like real life too like friday night we went to this house party and we were talking about things and i was like oh so like on the podcast (laughs) we talk about this 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 and this and then like literally like 20 minutes later i'm like oh so yeah on the last episode of the podcast (laughs) i'm like i just need like little business cards it's like please listen to my podcast oh my god let's get some it'll be so much fun i work because some of my coworkers listen to the podcast and they're like oh my god i had no idea this was happening i'm like what and like this is this situation and i'm like how did you know about that like we listen to your show i'm like yeah Oh, I forgot that people actually listen to that. I just think it's a venting <laughs> session and page. I forget that people listen. Right. Oh my gosh. So the other um <laughs> this is this is super funny. So I was I'm keeping all names out of this, but I was um I was out with a friend um the other <laughs> the other night. It was kind of a date. Um and somebody who listens to the podcast is like, oh, you're out on a date with Paige, and I was totally like using the phone, and so I was talking to him, <laughs> and um and he was like, oh, you're out on a date with Paige, and I was like, yeah, out on a date with Paige, and he was like, all right, well, just so you know, she doesn't like butt stuff. <laughs> 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 
And I was so amused. I was like, oh, shit, read me. This is so great. So, like, I wrote back, and I was like, good to know. Anything else? And they went back, and they were like, yeah, she doesn't really like clit slapping either. And I'm like, yes, read me. That is so funny. I love this. I was like, that's so awesome. Like, everyone I date, I'm just like, just listen to my podcast, and then you'll know what I like. (laughs) You know what I like, what I don't like, what I'm about, and how sometimes I can be a little hypocritical. What's up? It's super great. You know what I love, though? I love that Stanford's like, I have three shrinks. One for like, when he needs coddling, one for when he needs tough love, and the other one just because he's an attractive person. Right. Like, just to pit against each other. <laughs> I love that. I think that's so funny. It's like think, Game of Thrones for shrinks. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you think he ever was like, well, my other therapist said this is this, so... No, because then he has to admit he's cheating. Are you, is it? No, wait, he does. No, I have to, I have to change that because he was like, because Carrie said something along the lines of, isn't that a little weird that you're seeing a therapist just because he's good looking? And he's like, that's why I have the other two therapists, like to work that shit out. <laughs> I don't think therapists are upset. Oh my God. I would love to do that. Yeah, it just would be awesome. To be a bitch and be like, um, actually my other therapist said that my problems start from here, here, here. You're saying it's something different. So, honestly, like, how can I work on myself <laughs> if you guys don't have your shit together? Let's talk about you. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, yeah, Carrie's is something about, like, her overall attitude about therapy is just that it's self-indulgent. Which I'm like, I mean, yeah, but sometimes you need to be self-indulgent, right? You need to take care of yourself. You got to take care of yourself. Yeah. Like... Like we were saying, like, last episode, like, just put your oxygen mask on before you put on anybody else's. Like, you have to. You Like, no one else is going to be self-indulgent for you. Like. This is also Carrie who started the episode when she was complaining about Big, saying, I feel sorry for Big because I get to keep being mean. I'm amazing and I'm wonderful and I'm fantastic. <laughs> and he has to go back and live his life without me. Like, honestly, he's at a loss. I pity him. <laughs> I pity him because he's without me. And then she's like, but therapy's self-indulgent. I'm like. It's like, you are self-indulgent. That's literally your character. This is your life. And so she does end up going to therapy, and I love the therapist because she was like, bitch, common denominator's you. You're dating the wrong men. Mm. And Samantha's like, I could have told you that. And I'm like, yeah, we all could have told you that, Carrie. We all have told you that. Yeah, we've, we've all said you this You screamed before. it oddly at the television whenever you're having a problem. You're like, what's wrong with all these guys? Yeah. You. But, you're the problem. But real talk, like, don't we? <laughs> You know, like, all of us, like, we we pick the wrong people. We do, like, for the most part, like, we're not... And maybe I'm just speaking from a truly, like, theater person, like, perspective, where we're just like, let's pick the wrong person because it's more interesting. Let's do yeah, this. Yeah, it's more dramatic. There's yeah. a dynamic there. Yeah. Especially when you know it's not going to work out. There's something about that that's, like, delicious. Right, where you're like, how's this going to blow up? Yeah. Yeah, like, there's um, there's this guy that I'm talking to on OkCupid, and we have um, a tentative date set up, like, in two weeks or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're writing, like, novels to each other, and I'm like, oh, my God, when we meet, we're either going to, like, get married or we're going to have this, like, epic street fight breakup. Uh, like, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be great. I'm like, I can't wait. Let's see what happens. It's going to be, like, crazy no matter what. And I'm like, yeah, am I picking the wrong people? Maybe, because it's more interesting. There's a wise philosopher, <laughs> Stephen Jabosky, who said, we accept the love we think we deserve. <laughs> <laughs> I love Perks of Being a Wallflower. I also it's so love good. Perks of being a I love the book and I love the movie. Me too. Chalot doesn't think that Logan Lerman did a good job. What? I thought I Logan him. was perfect. I thought he was perfect. He's like this perfect little introverted little 
pumpkin nugget. He's cute. <laughs> Everybody in that cast was perfect except for Emma. Really? Yeah. I liked her in it. I mean, I thought that she could have pushed herself a little bit more, but I think she was so worried about the American accent. Yeah. Which eventually she pretty much got down. Like, for after a little while, I was, like, used to it. Yeah. And normally with British actors that do an American accent, the whole movie, I'm, like, girl slash boy. Churl. Stop. <laughs> like, this, you're, not, you're not doing it. You're not doing it right. No, I thought it was perfect. And I like it because it's so, a lot of the problems that, it, like, Charlie goes through, they're very everyday problems that people go through. But it's just nice being, like, oh, people go through this oh, people actually feel emotions about this and people can survive this. Like, I just thought it was a super nice story. Yeah, I love it. That was such a good good story. And it, I'm like, like, that was true. We accept the love we think we deserve. Mm-hmm. When we date garbage people, we're either, one, trying to fix them, mm-hmm. which you can listen to the rest of our episodes on how I feel about fixing people. Yeah. Or two, we're just like, this is the best that I can get, so I might as well stick with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's so... It's so hard because I feel like, and I was talking about this last night with a friend when we were drinking, about how um, there is always that kind of inevitable, like, yeah, because I was telling her, I'm like, I'm fine being alone. Like, I'm really good right now. Um, And she was saying, yeah, but I don't want to be alone forever. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's such a fear with people in general. Yeah. Is that they they don't want to be alone forever and so they'll end up picking people that aren't perfect because they think they're going to be alone if they wait too long right while at the same time we've got you know tinder culture where you can just swipe and find a new person that that does take away the fear though because all that as good as tinder is i feel like people still think it's incredibly superficial so if you find something that works even if it's not working as best as it can you just stick you just stick with it because mm-hmm. it works it fits yeah yeah it's kind of crazy but my yeah. mom ha- me and my mom have that conversation because my mom's like i'm not gonna be alone like if it's not with my current boyfriend who's she's been saying for 10 years now i think wow that's where i'll go i don't know what the, go uh, until i said that out loud that was weird no not <laughs> 10 years maybe maybe seven maybe seven or eight somewhere in that range hmm. um but yeah she's like i'm not if it's not with him like I'm going to find somebody because I don't want to be alone. I don't deserve to be alone. Yeah, and I mean, I like, it's so hard because I don't feel like I deserve to be alone. But I would rather be alone than be with somebody who isn't exactly what I want. Like, they have to improve upon how great it feels to be alone right now. But that's right now. This is fresh. True. True, true, true. So I love it. Samantha says, where where do all the great guys go? And then they walk into a sports bar. Disgusting. Which I, I'm so, it's so hard for me to wrap my head around this because it's like, yeah, ladies drink for free on sports night. Who's picking up a chick at a sports bar? Aren't you there to watch sports? I mean. But it brings more guys in if girls drink free. And if guys know that the bar offers free drinks for girls and girls want to go get free drinks. Then they'll go to that bar because there's more girls. See, and I, w- if as a dude, I would go to that specifically to pick up chicks, and not because I was into sports mm-hmm. at all. I would be like, "This is shooting fish in a barrel. Let's fucking go!" <laughs> like, literally. It's interesting though, because during football season, I'll go to the men's club, which is a local strip club, and they'll have the games playing. Everybody's super into it. People are having their beers. People are eating food, and then commercial break hits, and then the strippers come on for like what like two minutes at most 
and the second the game starts, you just see all the guys shift from tits back to football. Mm-hmm. Like, immediately. Like, nobody <laughs> gives a shit about the stripper anymore once the game comes back on. See? And, like, the girls have to be being ignored until, like, commercial time at this sports night. Right. Exactly like that. Right. And it's so weird. It's, it is. It's really weird. I don't like it. <laughs> um, and I have written down as my note, the anger that people get with sports is scary. Like, it legit triggers me when people get angry about something that is going on on the television to that degree. The only time when I have gotten that upset at a television to the point where I yelled at it was Pretty Little Liars. (laughs) I fucking hate you. (laughs) No, I'm serious. When they made it seem like Ezra was A, I literally went, no! And my cat jumped and the whole thing, and it was so embarrassing. And I stopped watching after that because I was like, fuck you guys, you're not okay. But I don't understand, like, every single, you know, football Monday or whatever fucking day it is because I'm not in sports. Like, getting that excited about something that's not remotely affecting your life Mm -hmm. like and it just it's scary like they get scary like i legitimately get frightened i'm like if you're this upset about sports then you're gonna like beat me later you know like it's scary and it's weird because what was there was a riot in oh i'm gonna fuck also because i don't have any details you can just say oakland and you could be right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, it was from the Stanley Cup, I think, from hockey. Oh. One of the teams had lost, and people were, like, flipping cars over. People were, like, breaking business windows and shit. Like, there was a fucking riot. I'm so Because scared. someone had lost. And I'm like, that is ridiculous. Because I understand, like, if it's something you enjoy, obviously when your team's doing good, or if it's a good game, you get excited for it. I get excited watching Australian rules football. That shit's fun. <laughs> West Coast Eagles represent. <laughs> But then if I don't, I'm like, oh, that sucks. Oh, well, next time. And then you just see people whose entire fucking weeks are just thrown off because they're so angry. Yeah, and I just don't understand something that doesn't affect you, letting it affect your life to that degree. It's the culture, too. Yeah. It's all the shit talking, too, because you better be prepared for the shit talking if your team loses. But then if you win, you're going to shit talk the other team. Mm Mm-hmm. People are crazy. People are crazy. People like nuts. I, nothing against sports on a superficial level, but let, if we if we want to talk about culture, about <laughs> athletes, mm. about people who watch it, like we can we can there's there's can, there's heavy can, shit to upload there. Off. I don't feel like going for it. Yeah, let's let's say that for another podcast. Um, yeah, because someone's gonna invite us invite us onto our there's. There's um, their sports, their sports. Part. <laughs> and you're like, oh, and now we have two people from the Sex in the City podcast here to talk to you about sports and sports here talk, culture. Here to talk to you about how much you fucking suck. Uh, sipping on margaritas. Let me tell you why football is dangerous. It's a cosmopolitan. Uh. <laughs> um. So then we finally get to the. I couldn't help but wonder. Um. So Carrie says, "Do you have to play games to make a relationship work?" No. I don't think that you do, but I think that there's also a fair amount of you do not know what the other person is thinking, feeling, acting Mm -hmm. when you're not immediately around them that makes you unconsciously play games. Right. And that, that was my answer. I don't think you need to do it, but I think people do it regardless. Yeah. I think like I, and I'll do that all the time where I'll be like, Ooh, am I being too obnoxious by like messaging them hey i should not message them hey and so i won't and then i'll like 
wait too long and then I'll finally be like oh my god why haven't they texted me (laughs) and like there's no reason to be like that like to just just chill out and let people message you when they want to message you like yeah because one of their examples in the show was a gentleman who went out with a girl on Sunday had a great time but then he was like but I'm not gonna call her until Thursday yeah just like just to prove a point or do something and then the girl's perspective is we had a great time and he didn't call me until thursday so i screened it and i didn't recall or i didn't return his call until monday and i'm like why right what the fuck that's a week wasted yeah that's and that's time when you could be going out on other dates like, like that's some petty shit right it is and, and that's a, and that's what it is it's petty it's so dumb it is but it's also so like well, I don't want to seem like I'm more into him than he is to me, so let's do this. Let's be cool. Or, let's vice, be shy. or vice versa. Yeah, and that makes me so upset because obviously I understand, like, if it's with someone, like, you're barely talking to, you don't want to throw all your business out there. You don't want to be yeah. honest about everything because that's, that's giving someone a power regardless of what they do with it. Like, it's you don't know if you can trust them with all of that information, all of you. And then if they did like mm-hmm. decline it, then it's upsetting, and then you're taking that as a heartbreak. Yeah. So I get it. And then you're going back into the power play of relationships. Motherfuckers, I hate people. <laughs> I hate relationships. I hate. It's so. It is though. It's really difficult. Like I've I've done that where there's there's a guy that I've gone out on a couple of dates with, and like the other day I realized that I'm always the one that starts texting him, and I'm like I'm gonna stop. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna see when he texts me, and that's dumb. I shouldn't do that. If I feel like texting him, I should just text him. But I don't. I also don't want to give him that power. I don't want it to be out there and to have him know that I'm thinking about him all the time. If right. he's obviously not thinking about me, because then I'm looking, you know, like weak and annoying and clingy. And that's one thing that's really difficult being a woman. And guys will throw that in your face all the time that you're being clingy if you're just being attentive. Right. And granted, there are some girls that are clingy. I'm not right. saying that there aren't, but... But there are also guys who are, like, super clingy. Yeah. And it's just the hard part of you looking at your actions from your perspective. And then the other person can be like, oh, like, no, I appreciate it. Like, I like the fact that they text first and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And it's always just so hard because you only view everything from your perspective. So you're like, oh, this is how this would come across. I don't want it to do that. Mm-hmm. When someone else is, like, literally could give two fucks about it. Or not, not in a bad way, but they're... They're not trying to, like, strategize all their moves in a relationship. They're just like, oh, if I want to text them, I'll text them hello. If I haven't heard from them in a bit, like, oh, hey, what's up? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I haven't talked to you in a bit. Like, I'm the worst when it comes to doing all that for anybody. <laughs> because if you gave me the chance, like, if anyone's ever waiting for me to text first, I probably will not. <laughs> ever. For anything. But and but you're, like, open about that, and that's why it's kind of awesome. Mm-hmm. Is... I know that I can like we even had this conversation after the podcast last week where I was just like I feel like there's stuff that I want to like talk to you about but then it's like three o'clock in the morning and I don't want to wake you up and be obnoxious and you're like don't even worry about it and I'm like okay yeah go for it if you ever feel like you want to say something to me say it I'm sorry that I can't respond to you like immediately know that I will when I get the chance Mm. just that there's a lot of there's a lot of moving pieces in my life constantly so it's I'm always just like all right, okay, now the time to go do this. Like, time to go do this. Mm-hmm. I have to worry about this. I'm thinking about this. So it's like, it's. I still haven't found a good, safe place for me to have the pieces moving, but me being relaxed about them mm-hmm. and being like, okay, they're going to happen. Let me relax. Let me chill out. Let me do what I need to do. But also, everything's going to be fine. Right now, it's just constant worry of everything. And I'm like, I hope that's fine. 
I hope that's fine. I hope that person's okay. I hope I'm doing a good job here. I hope I'm, this is fine. So it's always just so hard. And, like, every now and then, like, I will be like, oh, I'll send messages to, like, my mom or, like, my family because mm. we're all in a group message. And I'll be like, hey, just want to let you guys know that I love you guys. You guys are forever. Mm. You guys are the shit. <laughs> Keep up. Have a good day. And that's it. And that's all I do. Like, it's not meant to start a whole conversation, but it's just like a, hey, I'm thinking about you. Just mm-hmm. just know that whatever I'm doing, you're still you're still here. Yeah. Yeah. And it's I think that the honesty of that, I think that's the real problem is that just being honest about yourself and who you are right off the bat is nice and freeing mm-hmm. and just makes relationships so much easier. Like I know that if like I wake up at three o'clock in the morning and I think of something completely fucking hilarious, like to put on the podcast or something, I can text you. And I am complete and if you never text me back about it, like I don't even care because I know that you read it and I know that you like it made you smile or like whatever and like I'm totally cool about it whereas there's other people that normally respond right away and I'm like but you get my message it's been three seconds and you have not messaged me back so get on that so what the fuck are you mad at me are you angry are we not talking are we beefing are we what's wrong what's up (laughs) so it's but like legitimately like I feel like the the honesty of that is so nice because I I know if there's a problem i know that they'll they'll never be a problem with you unless you're texting me and being like bitch we got a problem yeah because i'll try to be like listen this is an issue that i'm having or i'll tell you to your face i'm like this is the issue that i'm having and we like we take each other at face value so much we were literally like just talking about something before the podcast and you were like joking about it and i was like all right well we can make it work by doing this and you're like no i'm kidding <laughs> and i was like i was just trying to be there for you i was like this is your podcast too if that's what you want Paige let's make it work <laughs> let me tell you Paige is a fucking homie <laughs> just- that's what i love though is i'm also surrounded by people who get it and that makes me happy mm. Because I feel like at this point, if I were to introduce any new relationships, I'd have to be like, listen, listen, I'm a dumpster fire. It's very (laughs) difficult. And you'd ask yourself, why am I using this dumpster fire for a warm when I could just like go home (laughs) and you have that option available. But just know that every now and then, like, you'll like, you'll find a quarter on the ground and you're like, oh, that's why I'm here. I wouldn't have found this at home. That's cool. (laughs) That's so beautiful, actually. (laughs) You're welcome. You're able to find it at home. I love it. Um, So... Coming back into the the actual, you know, <laughs> episode. Um, bon Jovi <laughs> apparently goes to the same therapist as Miranda. Listen, <laughs> Bon Jovi has always been a daddy. Yeah. He's gorgeous. He's beautiful. Mm-hmm. The first time I saw what he looked like outside of a com- commercial for Have a Good Day. <laughs> it was like a Walmart exclusive something. And I remember seeing him there. He was in a 2005 movie called Cry Wolf. And it was. I love you. You're just pulling out all these facts. <laughs> this is so great. <laughs> I don't know who I am. There was someone who called me out on it. They're like, "Who talks like you do?" Because I was talking about something, and I was like, "Quantico." Now it's season two on Fox. <laughs> They were like, why did you say it that way? I was like, what do you mean? Because like, we're here. You could have just told me about the show. And I was like, yeah. And then I figured, like, I'd spice it up. Quantico, now season two on Fox. Oh, because I was talking about, um, not Lupita Nyong'o. I was talking about uh, Priyanka Chopra. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, the- oh, we're talking about Baywatch. It's all a story. And I was like, oh, the only reason I would watch Priyanka Chopra would be, be- or the only reason I would watch Baywatch was because of Priyanka Chopra. And they're like, who's that? And I was like, oh, she's the lead in the hit series Quantico, now season two on Fox. <laughs> <laughs> like why do you talk that you way talk that why way? are you like this? we're so like um like like media obsessed <laughs> 
like I legitimately there was so there was a probably pretty serious walk going on downtown when I was at work and it was they were all dressed up in like those red like Puritan outfits. Oh, like from The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, but like literally I took a Snapchat and I was like, The Handmaid's Tale, now on Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> but that's literally all I could think of was I was like, and I, like I loved you on episode five. <laughs> Just yelling out to them and I'm like, I'm such a bitch. I'm like, they're probably like marching for women's rights and it's probably really important and I'm sitting there going. Big an asshole. Yeah, being like, oh yeah, I gotta watch that. That's, I heard that's a really good I'll always talk I always talk like I'm writing an article about whatever it is that I'm talking about. So I'm like, oh 2017's film, blah 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 blah, starring this person, this person. And someone's like, I we watched the same thing. Just, you can just tell me the title, it's fine. Well, I feel like we talk we talk like a, a cross between um a Tumblr post and a BuzzFeed article. Ew. Uh, kill yourself. <laughs> See? <laughs> Anyways, Bon Jovi, Sounds Wolf, fake, but fam- okay. <laughs> delicious. He could raw me. Yeah. And then in this episode, obviously he's a little bit younger because it's not 2005. Right. And I'm like, oh my god, he's because be-. at first we were like, he's familiar. Yeah. He's familiar. And yeah. I'm like, I was bon literally like, is that John Cougar Mellencamp? <laughs> <laughs> I got the little John. Pink houses for you and me. I got the John part right. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. It's spelled the same. It's not. But yeah, he's beautiful. And also post-breakup, Carrie. Gorgeous. She steps it up. I I don't know if that was like a decision that someone made or if it's just on accident or Sarah Jessica Parker's team won that day. Right. But her her outfits were still ugly but for some reason she was rocking them her hair was looking good her skin was looking good yeah her her figure was like on the fuck point like usually she just wears fashion to wear fashion and it looks stupid on her but like everything was like cinching her waist in the right way and like accentuating her boobs in the right way and everything looked fantastic good for you Sarah just for you get it <laughs> I was almost about to call her a really mean thing too. So I was about to be like, you get it, you and then I'm like, no. Good. I'm glad no. you stopped yourself. I'm taking it back. I'm taking it back. Did you learn nothing from the handmaid sale? <laughs> I learned nothing. <laughs> I don't know. Hulu. I'm trying I'm trying to to I actually still haven't seen it yet. Um I don't it's on my list as soon as I'm finished with the girlfriend's guide to divorce. <laughs> I'm still getting through Rick and Morty. <laughs> I'm, I tried. I really tried with Rick and Morty. It's not I my thing. Love, I'm literally, this is my fourth time watching the entire show all over again. I Like, everybody loves it, so I feel awful not, not really being a fan of it. I'll give it another chance. Like, another day. <laughs> if it's not for you, it's not for you. It's totally fine. I will totally try. Anyways, back to this but So anyway, show. Bon Jovi's um, going to therapy right before she does. So she starts showing up looking hotter each time <laughs> until he asks her out because, of course... <laughs> And I think that's hysterical. Um, I, like, literally stopped taking notes. I feel bad because my next note is Miranda goes shopping for dinner. And JD says, that's dog food. Yeah, because Gary's like, and later, Miranda, who's shopping for dinner at the grocery store, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, "There's it's pedigree. She's looking at pedigree. Yeah, she you, is. It's like suddenly calling her a bitch. she has a cat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what are you even doing over there? <laughs> it's not the right area. 
But so we haven't even really discussed Miranda's thing. So Miranda is talking about some stupid. It is. It's stupid. Um, she's got a neighbor across the uh, alleyway. Air, air. Air, Yeah. What did she call it? Air shaft. Yeah. She's. Yeah. I think she called it like an air shaft. I'm like, that's weird. Like, why don't you just say the building next to mine or whatever? Right. Or the building across from me. What? I don't know. Anyways, I don't know. I don't know New York speak. Me either. <laughs> All I know is that, like, I'm glad that I have no one looking in my window. You want to show them a little flash of tit? Yeah. I can show every... I can, the only person I can show a little flash of tit to is if somebody's on the roof on the other building. Sick. <laughs> Which I will not do. Anyways, um, she... It, like, starts playing this game because this guy is, like, waving to her, like, across the air shaft. Um, and, like, just being, like, flirty with her. And, like, he took off his, like, he it escalated to the point where, like, he took, like, his towel kind of and, like, showed her his butt. And so she, like, flashed him a boob. In the weirdest way, she's wearing, like, a kimono. It was. It was. And like, then she's like playing along. Like Miranda's like, mm, I'm gonna drop an elbow, or I'm gonna drop a shoulder. I'm gonna drop another shoulder. Like peeking over her shoulder. Mm-hmm. She she was taking the steps that she thought like, oh, this is cute and flirty, mm-hmm. and just looked hilarious. Because I'm like, oh, girl, you were not rocking it. Yep. And then she just opens a little flap in her kimono, and like, just, just one tit falls out. It's not even like, like sexy. It's not like, oh, here's my collarbone leading to breasts. <laughs> There's no buildup. Her little just boob and yeah. that is it just pops into the kimono and then she's like <gasps> look at it she's like oh, boob. and then she texts mm-hmm. it away back and i'm like what is this yeah and i'm like this what is happening right now and then so she when she's looking for you know her dog food dinner <laughs> um she sees him in the grocery store and she totally hides and then she's like no i need to be a fucking adult about this she goes up introduces herself and as it turns out he's totally gay and was flirting with the with someone on the floor below her and awkward so embarrassing <laughs> and then she just like walks away in her nasty ass wedge sandals and a floor length dress and this haircut has got to go <sighs> this female mullet thing is just awful she's a beautiful <laughs> she person did. i Why wish they, they would take care of her like they hate her so much and then she's always wearing awful things and her hair <laughs> is so terrible and she deserves better. I just feel so bad for her. Have you ever played peekaboo? No, I have not. I have either been like, no, we're making out and my boobs are awesome, so here they fucking are. Hell yeah. Or they they they, they stay in the shirt. I don't I don't play peekaboo. That's not a thing. I feel like Snapchat's the modern equivalent of peekaboo. It That's is. literally what that's for. It's true. It really fucking is. There's so like and it will and I've never actually like sent anyone a nude on Snapchat before ever. Because I'm just sated with yours. <laughs> <laughs> but I like literally like the the most that's ever happened has been like uh oh my shirt's too big because my boobs are like totally hanging out of it. Like that's like literally the raciest Snapchat that I've ever sent. Was it's like, oh tits galore in this shirt, check it out and it's all boom <laughs> right out there. But I've never like actually shown anybody like my bare boobs, like the second raciest thing I've ever done was I was like naked in bed but I had like the covers like all the way up past like the cleavage and I just like took a snapshot of that Cute. and then put a filter on it because I was like oh my eyebrows aren't drawn in yet <laughs> <laughs> it was so fun because like before I started a challenge there was someone that I was talking to and they had sent me a snap I was in bed like ready to go to bed so I was shirtless but it wasn't a shirtless picture it was mm-hmm. just me like here's a cute filter 
you can see my chest and then they sent me back something their shirt was off and i was like (laughs) what is happening and so like it just kept being like yeah there's a nipple there's the rest of somebody the pants are off this is off and then like before it just came like full nudity and like I'm like, what did this? How did this happen? How did this happen? This is funny. I feel like people feel like they can be sexier and more flirty on Snapchat than they can in real life. They can because you're in control of what your image is. Yeah, but like even talking, like even like Snapchat conversations that I have, Mm -hmm. I'm way more like bold with what I say than I would be on a text message, which is so stupid. Like they can save it. It's not like it's forever gone. Yeah. But I still feel like like you can open up your emotions and your heart a little bit more because you think it's going to go away and like that's, and that's the fun part about Snapchat. Yeah. It's like cuz you cuz it it doesn't have the essence of staying forever. Mm-hmm. It has the essence it has the fun of like oh, you just send this and then it's gone forever. Obviously people can screenshot or whatever. Right. But it's just that, like, atmosphere that you let yourself get into. Mm-hmm. And you're like, ooh, ooh, let's be a little dangerous. Let's do some stuff. Right? Yeah. It's so, ooh, I don't know. Like, it's just, <laughs> like, I don't know what it is. But it, like, yeah, Snapchat is, like, is flirting. <laughs> it's, like, modern day flirting. It's cute. Um, so, uh, Carrie invites over uh, Bon Jovi to make out a little and then they literally decide to play a game like for some this has never happened before she's never had games in her apartment the entire time that we've we've been there but all of a sudden she's got this whole stack of games on top of her bookshelf she's got like monopoly and like like all of these cheesy ass games that like literally you've never had a game night you've never expressed interest in games it's just because of this episode that all of a sudden they've appeared in your apartment and they've always been there and i think that's total bullshit tell them but anyway, so they decided to play Twister, which, let's face it, I really feel was like the '60s equivalent to just like flirting. It was it was '60s Snapchat. It was Twister. In, <laughs> in first in my senior year of high school, um, we got a dick out like our hallway, like senior pride, whatever, mm-hmm. and someone put out a Twister mat, and then I was like, okay, cool. And then it was like me and like three bros who were all playing but then it got weird because like everybody's in each other's face like faces were pressed up against faces i'm like listen i'm not attracted <laughs> to any of you but for some reason like this but now energy I'm sort of weird. attracted to you yeah. and like it was because i'm like outside of this like i'm not and then the game was over and i was like no that was weird it was but it was just twisters the fact that like you have that to, you're like, just close around. like yeah. it's like the like when you are um dance partners with somebody yeah and like that electricity just like happens because your bodies are close to one another it's so great can we play twister at our anniversary party yes we'll have to find one but yes <laughs> i don't think i have a twister we'll find one that's some cheap depot store yeah that'll be great oh my god i'm excited about our, our anniversary party now <laughs> anyway <laughs> so um so they end up sleeping with each other because of course they do um Abby. It's Bon Jovi. Right, it's Bon Jovi. I mean, anybody would sleep with him. I still sleep with him. <laughs> now. Yeah, I would sleep with him now. He was super, he was so sexy in this episode. Like, he was. just oh, oozing like, it. I was like, damn. It, it was like cute boy next door for a bit. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, like he's you're interesting. Like, uh-huh. He's cute. Yeah. And then like he just turned it on and you're like, mm, sexy. Yeah, it was super hot. So they're so they're lying in bed and he's all of a sudden aloof and like not really like connecting and you can see Carrie getting more and more like 
insecure about it. Like, it's a really... I think that, like, acting-wise, it was pretty well played. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, you know, what What do you think our therapist would say about this? And he'd be like, oh, you know, bad, you know, bad, bad, you know, patience. And, and she said, well... Or I don't, I don't actually now I don't remember exactly how it got brought up, but basically she was just like, "Well, what are you in there for? Like, what's your problem?" Yeah. And and he said, "Well, I just completely lose interest with women after I have sex with them." What's yours? And then Carrie's like, "My therapist says that I attract garbage men." Yeah, and I, I pick the wrong men, and it's like, ugh. It was nice. It was a good beat to hit. Mm-hmm. In this weird episode. And it was a good beat to hit, and you're like, ooh, Carrie, take a look at your life. Look at your life. Look at your choices. It was so, yeah, it was, it was, like, kind of a fun, light-ish episode. Like, I really did like what it brings up with, like, therapy and how people um, interpret it. But, yeah, I just, it was, it was, like, a half-solid episode. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was good. The bones of it were pretty good. The whole like peekaboo thing was bullshit, but whatever. But whatever. I, and we I don't think we even talked about Samantha. Samantha picks up some dude at a at the Uh-oh. at the sports bar who can only have sex when his team is when his team wins. When his team wins, which no, thank you. No, I wouldn't I stick don't. around for that at all. And she shouldn't have stuck around for it either. Like she's Samantha. She can get unbelievable sex literally from anybody. Right? I don't get that. But anyway, yeah. So there was. There were some poor choices made, but, like, it started out good. Like, I feel like in the writer's room, they had, like, an outline for it, and then the writer who actually wrote it was just, like, phoning it in. I feel that. <laughs> some terrible And that person. was Games People Play. So, yeah, that was... Episode 13. That was Games People Play. So, um, episode 14 is the next episode, but that might not be our next episode. <sighs> we might be doing something special, because... Don't tell them. Okay. Don't tell them. Okay. Let them just wait. Okay. It's just special. That's all that it is. So we're we're gonna we're gonna surprise you next time, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. It'll be a surprise for us too. Right? Yeah. And so, any any closing comments, JD? Um, I just want to say how much I love you. I love you. How much I love the people in my life. How fantastic of a life that I'm leading right now, thanks to all the decisions and opportunities that are provided to me by people, and. I'm going to go home and take a nap because I'm feeling a lot of emotions and the only way I can deal with them is sleeping right through them and then waking yes. up renewed. Perfect. I love it. Nap time. All right. So um, until next time, everybody remember, always, always wear, wear a condom. condom. Bye. Bye.